Okay, time for some warm up content. Um, so my mom, uh, I don't know if this should be on here. Anywho, we're moving on. Um, I don't care if you share it. Um, my cousin like sent me the, oh, we'll my say, don't share. Sent <laughs> the safe word. Um, Denise Richards. Anywho, um, sent me a picture of like my whole family yesterday and I was like so sad that I wasn't there. And then when she started telling me about everything that happened, I was like, oh no, that's why I don't get sad that I'm not there. <laughs> I'm good. This is exactly why. I was like, oh cool. So I cried for nothing. <laughs> it was very much that easy. Like, I'm like, why am I having feelings? And like, so overwhelmed that I had to like go read a book and go to bed. And then the next morning I was like, I don't know who that weak ass bitch was with a feeling yesterday. <laughs> She's gone. It's like, and then my cousin told me about it. I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, really good now. And now I feel really stupid. <laughs> so we're free of our families. All right. So we're going to do Potomac, Shaw's, Family Karma from last week. And then we'll, maybe we'll do a dash of Below Deck at the end. Does yeah. that sound good? Okay. That's perfect. Excuse me. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome to Pop of Color with Indian Ruby. So we'll start with some Potomac. Um, it opens with like a little scenario. So Robin's storyline this season is she's going through COVID. She doesn't have COVID that we have. She's just dealing with the burnout as we all were of right. living in a pandemic. And there was like a lot of like what felt like stage scenarios <laughs> in this mm -hmm. because it was just like, Juan showing up to be like, wake up, Robin, when she like already had makeup on <laughs> and was like rolling around the bed. And then like that little like voice drop that I want to know who did that because it wasn't his teacher being like, you know, whoever the kid was, like Carter, whatever, like, right. hey, Carter, your mom needs to wake you up. That's her job. <laughs> School is your number one priority. <laughs> like that had to be a production assistant or something. <laughs> that was not his teacher. Right. I don't have kids, like, so I don't know what it's been like, but I doubt that they are saying that to the children. No, highly. I just, I, I was like next on that. And then, and Giselle's thing is she wants to throw Ashley a like little pre-pampering party before she delivers, which I found interesting. Cause I was just like, I know they're friends, but like, <sighs> I don't sense, I, and I'm a Giselle stan, but I don't sense Giselle as like a nurturing, motherly type to people that aren't her children. Does that make yeah. sense? She was laying down real thick, being like, we want you to be happy and everything to be well. And then like the true her came out when she was like, do you think Michael's going to cheat on you with the nanny? Right. <laughs> that took like, a left. Whoa. That took a big left. But I can say she's dressing better this season. Good. Cause I have, well, I'm not going to say I didn't have a problem with it before, but I think I just don't even look at it anymore. Cause it's, it's not like anybody's really it. turning it out right now. At least in this episode, definitely nobody was. Oh yeah. No one is really. They were but, like, in that. yeah, they're kind of like in the holidays, like when COVID spiked back up. So then everyone had to stay home again. Yeah. And so they're really not doing too much. And then it jumped to like Robin it at her mom's warehouse as the title card told us, which I was like, why does your mom have a warehouse? <laughs> <laughs> and she was filling embellished orders. And as a shock to no one, she was behind. 
Like I loved yeah. that she like does the intro, she's doing the boxes. And at one point, like Wendy comes and joins and she's like, all of these were supposed to go out yesterday and we did them last night. And like, they were still sitting in the warehouse the next day. And I was like, does she send an email to people like expect delays? Right, like because of COVID expect delays. That's what everyone said. Yeah, and it's like, no, because of you sleeping in and getting scolded by your son's teacher. <laughs> expect yeah, delays. But I mean, like her waking up system, it's like wake up the very last minute that you think it takes you. Like sometimes I do that. I wake up or I'm like, all right, if I sleep till eight, it'll take me 15 minutes to get ready. And then I'll be out of the door by <laughs> 820 at the latest. And I like time my life that way. I was like, oh, wow, I have to do better. I can't be like Robin, who's always late. Yeah, I'm not made for pandemic life. Like anytime that I like, so for my job, it's not something you could really do from home a lot, but we had to like do shifts of like not being at work for people's safety. And so um, the days that I stayed home and we would have a meeting at like nine on Zoom where I don't even have to show my face. I would still be there at 9.03 <laughs> because yeah. I woke up at 8.57. I was like, I just have to turn on the computer, but then I forget. Yeah has to boot you have to log in right you have to be like a vpn all and i'm like oh wow that takes time which we'll talk later when they had time. zen when had time later <laughs> the theme. oh zen when and her tits oh my god and then so we met a scala uh jury's out on her for me because i'm like she looks kind of dopey i'm like is she a, is she a pastor now. or a minister no, she's just somebody who loves to call him Father God. Okay. I mean, let me not disrespect. I didn't Google her. I didn't I didn't really have any interest to know more about her. So Yeah, she didn't really provide much, at least at this point. All I know she's Ethiopian. Yeah. And that she wore Louboutins to help pack embellished boxes, which those hats probably cost like seven dollars. <laughs> right. And clearly no, those hats I think are like twenty five dollars or something. Okay, that's respectable. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, I know she said 350 orders of something, like yesterday's orders were like 350. I'm like, okay, go Robin, that's like 10 grand there. for a day. That's good. I'm glad you could do that math because I could not. I know. Also, I like, Wendy just has been rubbing me the wrong way. So every scene she comes in, I'm like. Wendy is doing a lot. She, I, so like, I was thinking about this later in the episode. She's doing a lot of strategy work. Do we think, I feel like maybe she didn't really watch Potomac a lot before she came on the first season. And then between she must've binged it because like the whole, like, um, you know, doing a scene. So like, clearly she's like drank her Kool-Aid. She's so happy to be a star. So we're doing the new looks. We're mm -hmm. doing the fashions. We're talking about brands. You know, we're rubbing our boobs in public. I mean, who hasn't? But she does it more than others. <laughs> and then um, the whole strategy of the Karen friendship is real suspect to me. And it's like nothing against Karen. It's just like you made it your stance last season that she was not for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying like people can't evolve and can't grow, but it was just so plotted that like I'm going to reach out to you for a business purpose to do the thing that you love that wins you over. Like, yeah. I'm gonna convert you to my side. And also like, again, weird that she was mad that Giselle wasn't defending her with Mia, which we'll get to later, but she was like, 
protecting Karen at her house and just mm-hmm. claiming that it was because it was at her house. So it was like, no, you're also shady boots. Yeah. So she comes to the warehouse and she's like, guess what, everybody? Like, truly out of nowhere, she's like, I'm going to do a home essentials line. And Robin goes, well, all right then. <laughs> and just like, I was kind of thinking, is it unfair to say like, why are you doing this? Because she has like really what we would call quote intellectual pursuits because it's like every housewife has come on this show and in the second season or later made a product. Like they don't want to do whatever their job was before right. if they had one or if they want to leave their husband, they make a product. I feel like we've talked about this mm-hmm. before. They just so like as much as I'm not into Wendy in the terms of fairness in the Libra sense that I have of objectivity, I'm like, is it fair to make like to say like why are you doing this if everybody else can do some dumb shit on these shows? Yeah, I mean, I feel on one end it's like okay, <clears throat> like as a second seasoner. Like, I think everyone gets a little bit more of that, like, confidence, ego, I'm going to create a product type of, like, I want that type of stardom type of thing. I think a lot of people are subject to that. So, I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's fair that she gets her, like, we don't yeah judge her so much, right, for her using, utilizing her opportunities as now being, you know, on Bravo. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like, I also end, I'm like why are you doing a candle? Like, why are you doing a candle? We've never, I think it's because we haven't gotten to know enough of her outside of the job yeah. that it's fair that Robin's like, so why candles? Because later on when she goes to Karen's house and she's hit, like, quote, like faux pitching her product, she doesn't really have an answer for anything. Like, Mm-mm. he's just like, I can make a candle. Like, I don't know where you make candles. We'd have to go find an expert on that. But I'm just like, I guess it was easy enough and like non-personality enough to be a candle maker. I don't know. We've had a few candle makers in the past, I feel like. Yeah. And- I remember that super random is um, Megan King Edmonds from the OC, like her and her husband that cheated on her and they broke up. They made candles together. Oh my god! And he was like, she was I like, he's know. really into candles. Something you don't know about baseball star Jim Edmonds, he loves a candle. I was like, all right <laughs> now. <laughs> that wasn't even her voice. She had a terrible voice, but I'm not in a state to imitate it today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on that later. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of plain. And then this episode, what was nice is like, there's a lot of jump arounds. Like there's lots of little vignettes, if you will. Because mm-hmm. then we jump to like, Mia, we're just like still trying to get to know Mia and meet her family. So they show her little children. And then um, something, again, the reason that I don't believe Giselle's a nurturer is like in the invite text, they like blow it up really big. And as Mia's reading it, it says from Giselle, it says, Ashley's about to bust. As in, like, that's what she used to talk about delivering a child into this world. And I was like, I don't know if that's like the most um adorable metaphor for what's about to happen i'm sure she is but yeah they kind of like talk about the party um it's like it's like mia doing it in her home and then it like jumps back to the warehouse and so then um when whoever robin is like a scholar you can come to the party which robin would be that person who brings the plus one and doesn't tell anyone um and 
she's like trying to describe what the Bible be like. And she just literally goes, Karen drinks a lot. <laughs> like everybody else is just like, oh, this person sings, this person does this. Karen, Karen drinks, drinks a lot. A lot. Right. For sure. Like, and I was just I was like, I love that there's like a little underlying like thing between Robin and what curse me today. Robin and Karen. And it's been there. Like it's mm-hmm. not just like a Giselle thing. Like they have a little tiff too. And but I don't it's know just why. like it's like low key. It's not yeah, like, like it just goes part. under the radar. But like mm-hmm. Robin will take her chances at her. Oh, for sure. And, and then she, has. she surely does. Yes. And oh, because she was kind of like she was always kind of complicit. I mean, hence the green eyed bandits. Like again, one of my favorite scenes when Giselle has the iron on shirt that says "Free Uncle Ben." <laughs> Robin walks out with her. <laughs> That free uncle Ben. So wrong. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> and Robin delivers the pizza. She's dressed as the delivery man oh, yeah. of the house that they don't believe belongs Robin to. Robin is the instigator. She will, like, give suggestions. She'll ask a question and then step away and just, like, let it And happen. she just keeps it very calm, too. Mm-hmm. And so that's how she gets away with it. So we have um, one of my favorite moments of the episode when Candace walks down the stairs in her home right past her quote bonus children and just is like are you guys hungry okay cool good to see you and then just walks right past them <laughs> down into the basement and then goes and tells her husband the kids are hungry and then it jumps to a confessional that's like i was nervous but i think i'll actually be pretty good at momming <laughs> and i'm like greeting the children to make somebody else make food for them is like not a bad move but i don't think it's indicative of your success at motherhood I mean, she has some endearing moments with the kids. Like she does. I I'm, I I probably would be that like oh I'm feeling dealing right now. Hey guys, you hungry? All right, I'll get Chris to make some food. <laughs> I like how she always polishes it too. Like she's always said that like she's a wordsmith and she really does use her words well. So like mm-hmm. she was like he'll make something for the saints. So it's like let me call them saints to mm-hmm. brush over the fact that I'm disregarding them pretty much to go study. Right. <sighs> she has a moment. I don't really care too much about her and the mom and the husband with the managing. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I don't care. I think she's grown a lot. I think that she's matured. I think so too. I wonder, it's like one of those things. Cause like, um, Potomac, I don't watch back too often only because like, I feel so passionate about it that I don't want to get angry all over the game at people that make me mad. And I feel like in her season three and four, like she, maybe like more four, she was just doing so much and being so like antagonistic. Mm -hmm. Because I remember being like upset about it. So I don't go watch it because at least, so I'm watching, is she getting better or are the editors making her better (laughs) over time? Because I'm sure. Over time she's getting better. The same way Ashley has. I mean, yeah, because Ashley's gotten better. She was a terrorizer at the beginning. (laughs) That's just very slowly getting better. Yeah. I love whatever, if it was the reunion or sometime last season when they were like, do you remember what you were like before you were a mother? And they just like did like a solid 90 seconds of everything foul she's ever said. She was a monster. (laughs) She truly is that person who's like, well, I'm a mom now. Like, you know, she just like, has like cleaned it up for better or for worse because she's Except when she imitated uh, Mia's genitalia getting beat up. Right. Talking about the surgery. I didn't like that. I, like, I don't I need to that. see that. Yeah, no. Never. 
I Never can't picture that. Mandy yeah. Camps has gotten better, and I think that because she's like has work stuff going on, she's like I don't even have time for it. Yeah, I'm like it's like I got cool. work, I got this new house, I got my husband, I got these bonus kids, I got too much going on. <laughs> she's about the Saints. <laughs> Nice and Mateo. I love them. They do nothing, but I love them. I know they're so cute. The shy one and then the little boy who's just helpful. I'm like, oh. Because yeah. those other kids, you'll see them just tearing shit up. And then we got yeah. all those kids out here looking for Barb's tickets. Whenever right. I will never forget that. They were like, Nicki Minaj tickets? And they're like, no. no. Like, you get to go to a restaurant that no. way. Oh bankrupt or something right i think it's back <laughs> open i heard it's back open oh good good on jamal i'm sure I he can did. actually look it up because it's like what's it called again arizona's because it's in my neck of the woods oh i forgot arizona. because i'm so confused by the name arizona arizona's steakhouse oh it is 30 minutes from me in lithonia and it is open but right now it's closed i need to visit and we can do a field trip <laughs> And have some dinner at Arizona's. Yeah. Their name. Delicious. It has a 3.5 stars. Oh. That, that, that's good, I think. Yeah, that's not terrible. Like, no one ever has five. Like, four is legit when you see that full four on Yelp, where, like, yeah. the whole star is filled in. 3.5 is pretty close, though. So. I love it. 4.5. I don't even know if I've seen that. That has yeah, to be, like... Normal food. That has to be a perfect place. That's, like average perfect i don't know we're not doing too much articulation on this series today <laughs> bear with us the head it still hurts yeah and, yeah that's a different topic oh, no. um it went away and now it's back not right the second but like a few hours ago so as we said zen wen is doing a lot of strategy work this season so she comes to Ladam's house for to kiss the ring basically i mean she does the nonsense that is so tacky i mean she just like shows up and they do a lot of like oh i've never been here you know like this is the first time we're actually acting as friends and so um karen takes her down to the woman cave as it were interesting um and serves her sushi (laughs) also interesting and, she and Wendy asked, yeah, go ahead. Guyanian food or something? She said Nigerian food. Nigerian. I'm like, Wendy, you're That's the Nigerian person. Why are you wanting Karen, who's from like around my neck of the woods, right. somewhere around Nigeria. here? Nigeria. Like, Surrey <laughs> County doesn't have Nigerian food. Nigerian food. Like, no. Like, what? They're not going to have it. I think she just wants to mention one more time that she's Nigerian. Four degrees. And then, Nigerian. Then she Political does the commentator. Professor. Oh my god. Yeah. Candlemaker. Dr. Wendy, candlemaker. New tits, new ass. Knew a lot of things. But go, girl. No shade. <laughs> you just listed 72 things. And but no shade. <laughs> but we're like here because we're women who support women. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> she does the like candle presentation, whatever. Um and Karen just ran her through a business course. I was like mildly impressed with Karen yeah. knowing like all the points to do because obviously she's had to do it before. But like Karen was really like drinking the mentor juice. Yeah. Um, I loved when she opened the candle and went, oh, Wendy, very classy. Like, <laughs> like that was the most poignant feedback. Like we're on Shark Tank. 
Like, all right, Karen. Very classy. <laughs> like, her whole inflection changed when right. she did that. I was just like, all right, no, this is not... This I mean, I personally not- thought the graphic was a little busy. Like, it was a lot of writing. I just didn't think it was special. Like, I didn't notice it from, like, 50 it was. It was very similar, at least the middle part, to, like, Joe Malone candles and then, like, the top yeah. and the bottom. It was just a lot of words. But I think, you know, she could do well if she has a market for it and she markets it well. Maybe it's because it said, like, Oni, and then it had, like, the English definition. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom, it probably said, like, Dr. Wendy Osefa, political commentator, Zen Wen, candle Passer. maker. Candlemaker. It's an app haver. Four degrees. Four degrees. Master. And then at the John Hopkins University. Yeah. That's probably all that says at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, you know, clean it up, Zen Wen. I think, high key, why won't you just name the candle Zen Wen? Yeah. Tell us a lie. It's fine. At least that's catchier. Right. And, like, it, it, it is catchier, Zen Wen. I know she said she didn't have an audience because she cracked, but I guess she wants people who are like fake fancy because that's also what it looked like. Yeah. Like similar to no shade to Joe Malone, but you know, like everyone puts a Joe Malone candle in their house so that it, they're like, I'm elevated. Right. And it's like, it smells fine. I'm sure. You know, I like cookie shit that doesn't match anything in my house when I get candles. I'm just like, this looks fun. And you get like something from Bath and Body Works that has like the creepiest like it's not flavor scent scent oh yeah and it's like lemon schnitzel over a fire so it's like 72 things in those wicks Ugh. i need some like that i love i have to get white candles though. i'm a white candle girl either white i like or tan. little tea candles like i love yeah, putting a bunch candles. of little tea candles mm-hmm. and like setting a mood if you will but just like for the big candles i also have to get really mild scents because i have a sensitive olfactory system and uh i gotta like again i'm not trying to get back to these headaches but yeah i get headaches they give me headaches if it's like really potent like somebody got me like have you seen the birth date candles mm-hmm. they're super cute and i always love like the personalized stuff and the things with my birthday um and it smells great it's like peony and jasmine and something else like super floral but it's strong so i'm like i love this for 27 minutes and on the 28th we need to blow it yeah. out Put it back in the closet. Your room is smelling good enough. I have a couple of expensive candles I haven't blown yet. I mean, I haven't <laughs> lit on fire yet. S-O-S, everybody. S-O-S. <laughs> They're two working women in the struggle. This is what middle class sounds like, everybody. <laughs> Sponsor us so that we're less stressed. Basically. Yeah, I feel that, though. Like, if you get something nice, you do want to save it, like, you don't want to say it forever, but you want, like, okay, let me, like, take the time with this so that it lasts for a while. I ended my first time for lipstick. I ended up never wearing it. I held on to it so long just for. I can't. Just for, a, like, a collection item, and I never wore it. Oh, makeup. I mean, makeup, you have to. Have you seen on the makeup to the label where it says, like, the expiration date? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Um, so one of our friends, I'll tell you later, told me that that's a conspiracy theory. And I was like, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) And then I like thought about it and I did have things that I've had for years that I'm, no, I'm not going to use. So I had to do a clean out this weekend. I was like, let it go. This is what's going to make you break out. Yeah. I'll clean (laughs) out some things. Using raggedy ass makeup from seven years ago. Too many palettes. Too many palettes. I've learned in too many. Too many germs in the palettes. Yes. 
Like I always think I'm gonna do a lip that's not like red, like fuchsia or like nude. I don't. I just yeah. need I'm a strictly nude. And maybe a gloss. Yeah. That's all you need. So yeah, Wendy did her presentation to um, Shark Tank's Karen Huger and she got her feedback. She got real like, she's very so obviously that person who's like, I'm so tough on the outside. And then on the inside, she's a a wimp because she is just like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't remember what they were talking about. And she didn't have an answer. Like, if it was the audience or no, it was something like, what's going to make someone choose your candle out of everybody? And she's like, I don't know. And it's like, we don't need to start whimpering over it. First of all, again, you have four degrees and real jobs. Like, if you want to do this, calm down. And hire someone else to do the legwork. Also, do you need, I know nothing about business. Do you need $40,000 to make candles? I think you should be prepared like to double it. Cause I think she did 10. So 20, just in case, okay. like there's a manufacturing issue or something may arise. I think it's smart, but okay. I, 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 uh-huh. I, I was like, MBA. I was like, is this what Craig Conover did <laughs> with the pillows? Craig and those pillows. He's a blessed man because he has failed up like 73 times. Yeah. Because he should not have succeeded at anything he's done. I know. Bless his assistant. And he may have Naomi back. Oh my, that girl that would like call him to wake up. Remember? I think she's still his like life manager and probably works. Oh yeah. She is. She needs the credit. I'm sure. She has like one of those biblical Southern names like Mary Angela Beth. Something. (laughs) It was something real long-winded. Yeah, she needs a credit because she, if it weren't for her, Craig would have never succeeded. Also, just a brief cameo of other shows. Um, so you know how Kathy Hilton described Jury as long-winded on Beverly Hills? Like what you was talking I'm I'm okay. doing I'm doing a tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How Jury, like when she was getting mad at Kyle because Kyle wouldn't let her talk, blah, right. blah. I was like, you're just um, long-winded. I had a housewarming party, and um, one of my friends said that about one of my other friends, and they definitely watched <laughs> Beverly Hills, and they're like, yeah, that person's just, um, they're very nice, but they're very long-winded. <laughs> just like, well, I agree. That's a nice I, way to put it, Kat. I've just done the whole tune-out method in that regard. Oh, I tune out so easy. <laughs> All right, and so we, yeah, I just, I'm very much like Mindy Kaling in the office where she's like, I talk so much, I blame you to myself. Like, I don't even (laughs) listen to this, what I'm saying, (laughs) it's that bad. Um, We do some more getting to know Mia. So we're gonna meet her mom eventually. And we learn, you know, that her parents had addiction issues and couldn't take care of her. So I had to give her up. Um, It's like very, not surface level, but like we're just getting a little intro to it. I think mm-hmm. she'll take the time to talk to her mom about it. And obviously we saw in the trailer for the season that she's going to um, have those conversations with her mom. And I think that's gonna like really um, help us connect with her even more mm-hmm. because I think like when you see someone succeed despite like so much struggle and trauma, like that's very admirable. Like no matter, you know, like we'll get into the strip club story later cause I have questions. Um, but I just like, 
think that that's really admirable to like say like well this is where I was and here's where I'm at now and like kind of remind people that mm-hmm. everyone has like a different path to get to their place yeah. today that and abandonment by parents I'm sure a lot of people can relate so I'm sure that'll be a good story to add I don't think we've had anything like that on any of the housewives so that'll be good yeah I don't think so either I was kind of thinking about that and I think if anybody did I know Bronwyn tried to claim on OC that her mom abandoned her her mom compared her to a refugee right <laughs> she was like I mean Bronwyn has she had challenges yes is she a refugee no and I was just like, <laughs> well that's quite a line to draw Dr. Deb another doctor on the Bravo franchise right. but um then there was like a Karen T scene didn't care I mean they're just rehashing the same old shit I would just say, I'm like, if I were in Candace's shoes, I just wouldn't trust Karen either. Yeah, because it's like, I don't regret anything that I did. Okay. It was just like, even when you're friends with both people, sometimes someone does something like objectively wrong, aka beating the shit out of somebody else Mm -hmm. as an answer, and then expressing zero remorse for causing physical harm. And And so it's just kind of like... There's, there's times where, like, by being neutral, you're actually saying more. Because mm-hmm. you are picking a side when you do that, no matter what you're saying. Yeah. You're picking the side of the person who fucked up. Yeah. So I don't trust any of that at no. all. And um, then we do the pamper party. Um, everyone's, doing, everyone's doing a lot of long robes, like, when they got there. Like, a lot of people were in these long sweaters that I didn't know were on trend, apparently, in the DMV at that time. Um, but we're doing a lot of long sweater work. And <laughs> Candace in a confessional said, I can't say anything bad about Ashley while she's, she's a child. child. And, and I was growth. like, what about the first pregnancy? Right. Well, Wasn't growth. she calling her a concubine? <laughs> right. Wasn't she calling her con- this is true. Growth. growth. She had a moment. <laughs> she did have a moment. Candace kills me with the one-liners this season. Like, she's just doing a lot of good lines. Like I said, Giselle's not really convincing me. She's very maternal. Like, she kept just me like, and everything is yellow because she's our sunshine. Right. I'm like, since when is Ashley your sunshine, Giselle? (laughs) Everyone's just like, why are you talking in that voice? (laughs) Like, nobody recognizes her. And then um, Karen arrives, and Giselle looks like someone ran over a dog. Like, the way her face changed. I don't know if you saw that. Because, and again, I love Giselle. But I was just like, why are you looking so sad? Like, right. I guess she just feels truly betrayed. <laughs> but I'm just like, don't give her that much energy. Right. Because y'all both actually have been very shaded to one another over the seasons. So I don't think what she did was any worse than what you've said about Raymond and his legal issues. That like clearly we're going to affect her kids. Like... Raven's probably mortified at school. So it's the same thing to me. To me. But you Raven's know, probably just... mortified every day of her life. Raven! I wonder if any of her friends say that to her. Oh, Raven! La- was it last week when they were on Zoom? Like, Ray truly was like that, like, dad or professor that has never been on the computer before. And he's like, hey, guys, can you see me? Right. He's like, I'm going to get on more of these Zooms next time. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> Insert that TikTok song. Uh, oh no. <laughs> like that was too much for me. But Ashley got a bunch of presents. And 
Ashley is certainly missing her Coronas because she did not know what kind of champagne I got. Like, poor Scala wasted some money on some champagne that Ashley's probably never going to drink. Right. Like, they just kept telling me, that's the gold bottle. Right. She's like, is that good? I'm like, yeah, girl, it's Ace of Spades. What do you mean? <laughs> I was like, it's not a case of Corona. That's what she needed to get. Right. Know your audience. Know your Taylor. audience. It could have Taylor been a gift. pack of Coronas. But there's sometimes where like, you know, people do that advice, like get the gift you would get yourself. No, I wouldn't get my dad the same thing I would get myself. Right. And she was trying to be impressed. Like she was trying to impress. As yeah. Well. She's, she's into the brand. Cause again, like we said, she had the Louboutins to be at a warehouse packaging box, packing boxes. Maybe she thought that they weren't actually going to do that. And, you know, Robin's like, oh, no, I need free labor. Right. And it's like, oh, well, I'm going to be on a scene. So, of course, makeup, going to dress my best. And she had the specific Louis bag that everybody has, like, nothing original. So she brought the Ace of Spades and wasted it on Ashley. On Ashley. Yeah, she seems nice, though. Then we, everyone arrives. I can't feel Jen Zen Zen one had time and it just made no sense. Like I, it was almost like Karen at that first dinner where she just like, Mia arrives, says two words. And I like, I tried to take notes and I was like, I just don't like half doesn't care because Wendy's making no sense. But also right. I just thought where it mattered that Mia was speak. I guess they were just like, Hey, we heard you said one thing about Giselle. And then we said another thing. And then that's when like, Mia started talking and Wendy like they said just cut her off like it just didn't make any sense and she was just Mm -hmm. saying taglines like she's like how Dorinda started getting at the end where she just wanted to keep saying things that would be gifable and so she was just like I'm zen but I have time tiktok Mia tiktok and it's just like no I think pre-planned it's not good yeah when it's pre-planned it's not good like Dorinda and I I made it nice like Mm -hmm. Clip, clip. These are original things. Like, wow, Bethany, wow, not planned. All of these things are, like, great, and people say them because they weren't expected. Like, they were just, it was just what came out. Came out of them, you yeah. Just, like, the planned stuff doesn't work. Yeah, she's doing a lot, a lot of strategy, and it's just yeah. not for me. And then they did the pregnancy pictures, and I really thought I was going to be surprised that Candace was also pregnant. I don't know why. Because it's like, why else put her picture up there? And then when she said she was pregnant, I thought we were going to get a miscarriage. Like, I got twisted and turned in those five seconds of a picture of Candace with no belly. And (laughs) then twisted with success or or pregnant with success or something. Dead. Because she would. She would absolutely do that. And then we got... um, A Karen flashback with the timestamp. Like, oh, this is Karen because of the timestamp. But why'd they have to come with us for 1997 being old school? I was (laughs) like... I don't need that kind of language in my life, everybody. I don't need, I don't need that label on 1997 because there's plenty of pictures. But they of were probably all like, I was born 10, t- well, no, because Giselle, but they were probably shading Karen because it was so long ago. I guess. They just had to come for her. Yeah. They truly did. And then Escala like did her little drop about Karen being a drunk. And um, Karen just claims that she has parties and then calls people afterward. Right. If I have a party and I'm drunk, once the people leave, I'm going to bed. Right. I'm Correction. I may order. 
yeah. and watch and watch some old Bravo. Watch some Bravo, and then I'm going to bed. Probably, but I'm going to bed. Couch. Yeah. Um, but not call people because, like, if you're my friend, you are probably there at the house quote party. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, like, none of my friends want to talk to me when I'm drunk at one in the morning. No. Like, they're calling them because she's calling them because she was alone. And they answer because they want to hear some shit. Like, because they're messy. They want to find out what she's going to admit to when she's had that fireball. Mm -hmm. She must be numbing the pain. She's just like, the kids aren't here. Raymond doesn't love me. I've got to. Just well, Raymond said the marriage was great, and she said work. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about the game. Was that last week? Yeah. Oh, that was a good one for us to talk about. I'm sorry. No, the game it's really excellent. okay. The game was excellent because Karen is giving us all the signs she wants to go. Um, and then, as, when, as Mia mentioned, Wendy's giving all the signs that she's controlling Eddie. Yeah. And that was sad because, like, I kind of liked them last season for the intro. Like, he seemed sweet, and they seemed sweet together. But clearly, something's wrong. I I do believe Zen Wen is not Zen and is not happy. Like, I think Mia clocked it. Because yeah. only people who are unhappy, like, just go after someone unprovoked. Right, because Mia really did nothing but walk she literally in there. Was like, I was talking and blah, 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 And then she was like, I have time. <laughs> Like, that will even into me, but not in a good way. But it's like, of course like they know about these women and them joining the cast beforehand, I feel like. So she had probably already looked her up and saw, like, oh, whatever, whatever. And she was probably like, yeah, I don't like this girl. I'm not going to like this girl. Yeah, she just made that decision instead of just, yeah. like, like, it always works. Again, like we said, everything works best organically. Like, get to know the person, see what you think. Don't, like, be like, I'm going to make an enemy that's an easy target mm-hmm. to see. That's what Crystal did too, because on Beverly Hills, Crystal picked Sutton because Sutton was the second newest, and because she knew that like nobody felt some type of way. Right. Mm-hmm. So, again, we don't like people who go for low hanging fruit. Do something. Right. So, what do you think of this strip club thing? So, I'm a dork. Never been. Do you think they wear ball gowns? Do you know if they wear ball gowns? Uh, yes, I've seen it. Like, there's a five star strip club here in Atlanta called Cheetah. It's okay. a five-star restaurant, and it's a strip club. They don't have poles. Like, the women, but they don't, all of them don't wear, like, ball, like, they're, they're not ball gowns. They're, like, just sexy, like, lingerie-ish, like, type of gowns. If okay. they're, like, gowns or dresses, but. Are there money makers showing, as Ashley said? No. You can't have your vagina showing on the floor. I feel like that's Only not when you're, like, being paid to dance. I'm coming from the public health person, I'm. <laughs> Yeah. Like you can't serve surf and turf and you have your that. vagina out. No, that's not how that works. What if something falls in there? Yeah, only if you're getting dances. I mean, obviously they're exaggerating because they're on the on the on the, you know. Again, yeah. like it wasn't that original, but I was weak when Candace was like, "You had to have done something for this old geezer to turn <laughs> around and look at you <laughs> and put you in a penthouse." I'm like, I Candace mean... loves a theatrical voice. She definitely, you know. And she did, and that's fine. Yeah, people fall in love. Like, it's like, not, the thing is, is, like, something may not be for you. Like, I'll, people get really mad because I'll be like, I would never do that. And then I'll, like, pause and be like, respectfully. Because it's just, like, not for me, and I'm a very direct person, so I will very clearly say it. But that does not mean that I care if that's for you. Right. And you can find, like, 
I've heard of men falling in love with like strippers. Like it, it ha- like they're normal people too. It happens. So. <laughs> they have know. lives. Yeah, they have lives outside. It's like a teacher. Like teachers have husbands, and we don't like to see them at grocery stores, but teachers we know they exist. When you grow up and you go to college and you meet your friends who are the ones that end up being teachers, you're like, oh, you did this because like yeah. you're a wreck. <laughs> Except for whoever listens to this, who's my friend that's a teacher. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> You're very wholesome. Thank you, listening. <laughs> Except for you, you, and you. You're all amazing. <laughs> and teachers are um, the most important jobs in the world. Thank yeah. you so much for all you do. So I remember the preview. It's just like me and fighting people. That's fine. Yeah. I like her. I like I her so like far. Her. We'll see. So then we have Shaw's comes right afterward. Um, and this was also kind of like a sprinkly dinkly episode yeah there wasn't much going on it was just kind of the same stuff shots isn't giving too much to me this season but that's yeah like my highlights were very brief because i was just like but that's okay sometimes like they can't all be like five star episodes yeah i think potomac was like five star this week yeah or you know what i'm gonna be shady and say 4.5 or 4.5 yeah only because the first two out the gate were like so good yeah. That you can't like start it too high because then every time it's not like boom, 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 boom. The last 15 minutes with yeah. the spa were like the best. Yes, for sure. And like we said, it gave you a sprinkling of everything. I just didn't care about like anything with it was a Wendy heavy and so I just wasn't into it. Yeah. There's a lot of one day in the scenes. The scene. Yeah. So Shaw's opens um with like kind of a nonsense scene of like the Metalonica. Destiny and MJ at like a lingerie store, like something like that, like we were talking about. Um, and like everybody was dressed real cute for nothing to happen. Cause I just was like, look at all these outfits. And then I was literally just Destiny showing her titties with pasties on them. And I guess right. she designed the pasties, right? I don't know. I know that was the premise. It's like she has a company. But I knew that was coming because of the necklace. Like she kept wearing that aloe necklace. So I was like, oh, she probably made a company. Yeah. Aloe, so. Yeah, I mean, smart. Yeah, smart. So, yeah, she did that. Um, I also was very, like, fascinated by her pearly confessional look. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. It was, like, a lot of thoughts of Cole Brett for such Tiffany's. Yeah. Like, she's so a very specific version of L.A. that I get weak every time I watch it. It's very rainbow to me. High fashion mixed with rainbow. Luxury rainbow yeah <laughs> rainbow lux if you're ordering it on an app no shade but rainbow lux like rainbow with charming charlie's <laughs> do you remember charming charlie's where everything's color coded yeah, yeah basically necklaces oh, right yeah <laughs> yeah and um we have like yeah it's just weird smattering so we have like london seeing reza to read him cards oh, london it, cards. let me tell you something london is who people think i am and it nothing because London is like really into the tarot, is really into like astrology, all but like in a serious way. Like, yeah. you know, I love a star sign, you know, I love to like just talk about a conversation, mm-hmm. but she's like reading these cards and being annoying and like telling you that's your future. Let oh, it be, I love tarot cards. I love them. Let it be known though, I'm not London. But London is just so deep in it. Like she yeah. just you know where somebody's like takes themselves too seriously. I mean, I love it. I I love London. 
I think that she's like a great person. I love that she's like a relationship coach and she's actually helpful. I love that she does a tarot card because I also love a tarot card. Yeah, I'm not hitting on the process. I'm just saying but, like, she just is. Yeah, like, she's very serious. She has like a, a weird energy to her where she like, I think it's because her eyes are always just like a little drooped over when she's talking. And so then the babe kills me. Yeah. I mean, I would be passed out if I did a drinking game every time she says babe on the screen. Yeah. But she does a lot of that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's like she's a relationship coach. I thought she was a lawyer. I, I couldn't I don't remember what she's supposed she purports to be so she just is like really popular like when she did the dating help for um what's his name Nima, Nima last week that was too MJ. much oh yeah Nima that was a lot I was kind of laughing I, I was laughing though because I'm like this is so awkward yeah but Nima. I mean I guess it's helpful but awkward but yeah meeting just... baby shams like not the hello I'm an adult oh god yeah hello i'm an adult and she was like this is the and i loved the whole like oh um i didn't know this was a touchy subject for you baby you also studied this right. show like again everyone who's on these shows has seen the old seasons yeah i don't believe this soul except maybe denise richards yeah that they didn't watch before because denise richards was cleaning up charlie sheen's mess for decades yeah but yeah hello i'm an adult baby shams is super cute though i'm like He's concerned so for him because like watching tommy and mj like the whole episode i was just like these are people raising you i related in the sense that like sometimes i look at my parents and i'm like y'all did raise me like how did i turn out so well because <laughs> i'm like you guys are very responsible hardworking people but also just like emotionally messy yeah <laughs> and so i just I, i'm worried for baby shams but i'm sure he'll do well and then we had MJ was like complaining that she's not having enough sex with Tommy, blah, blah. Um, it's like all very feral. Like, I just feel like she's like very like desperate and just like wants to be tossed around the streets of her home in the valley. Um, I love that her special dinner was Red Lobster. Yeah, hilarious. I was just like, oh, so Bravo really doesn't pay that much. Or you're outliving your me and john were watching it we were like when's the last time you had red lobster and i'm like we should do that soon (laughs) listen i used to be an olive garden queen like i love it to the point where biscuits my 21st birthday my mom bought like gift cards for me to go with like two or three friends to olive garden (laughs) she just bought like multiple 25 dollar gift cards because that's more or less what each person spends i was like go have a ball and i was like this is the best 21st birthday ever Endless breadsticks and salad. Basically, <laughs> all I need. Yeah, so I kind of respected the, I don't want to call it the ratchet, but you know, like the the middle class of it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, yes, we're on this TV show and we, yeah, we got Red Lobster. I was like surprised they let her mention it. I was like, partnership? Like, you just never right. know what they let people. Because mm-hmm, they zoomed but- in on those Cheddar Bay Biscuits like they did the Robert Mendavi wine out on beverly hills they surely did yeah and then i don't know it's like that whole theme of like men who get real freaky with their women like i feel like this is a thing that like ends up in people getting divorced then they're like oh like i want to have a kid with you and then they have the kid and like she was saying like they can't see the woman as a sexual object anymore like now it's just like the mother of my children and since kids are so like pure and innocent they just like lose whatever fire they have for the woman 
or they yeah and they just like have to work so hard on the kid that they like are too exhausted for everything yeah but i just hope hope they find it they seem like a i mean they seem meant for each other honestly so yeah they seem like chaotically meant for each other but i don't know if they i don't want to be like be mean and say they're not gonna last because that's like what every podcast will say about any couple on television but it was just like that weird shift where like okay all of a sudden i see you differently and i can't like reconcile both right which is sad and probably it is probably resentment for like for reza like she said so reza just needs to fix it honestly because i do feel bad i do feel bad now like the scene with him crying and he's like i'm just missing so much of like his life i mean we'll get to that i mean adam's the problem that's the only other thing that i feel like happened in this episode is just like adam with his serial killer beard all the white men doing this creepy unshaped beard work in the pandemic it's yeah. just like please stop because um candace's husband white chris had that and then now we have adam with that on um shaw's and he's like the problem because it's just like reza is being loyal to his hu- like so when you do like the hierarchy of like relationships right like ultimately at the if you're going to be with your partner forever they are in theory your number one right and then you have like your family and then you have your best friends and so like they were kind of saying like MJ and oh well Nima I saw watch what happens live Nima was like oh MJ and Reza are kind of soulmates and so I feel like that's true so like they're like bonded forever and so Reza is doing the right thing by like being loyal to his husband right because that is your ultimate person right but Adam is doing the wrong thing by holding out on this when he knows how much Reza loves MJ and like how important their relationship is like they were talking about like and about being sham been friends through so much kind of like crazy stuff together especially like growing up and like Reza needing an ally when that language didn't even exist in the times that they were growing up and things like that like she's done so much for him and vice versa that like for Adam to be the one that's still like I'm not dropping it is just like he's not being the good partner back and saying like okay I can let this go because I'd rather be happy I don't feel like I'm in danger like I don't I like it was a retaliation let it go mm-hmm. let bygones be bygones i love it you know like find a way to fix it yeah like i think like at first it was just like i so like we know i haven't really seen the other seasons except for i think last season of shaw's but i can tell that like the overarching theme is like the repeating theme with reza is that like he when i guess he's the, one of the ones that when he fights he goes below the belt so mm-hmm. like he has had a history of like doing and i remember when he said all the stuff to her last season so it's like he clearly has that history of doing that, but he he doesn't do it in a way that he really means it. It's not that mm-hmm. makes it okay, but like he just does it because he's just furious, not because he actually believes the shit that he's saying, which is not okay, but at least deep down, you know, he doesn't mean it. Question mark. Yeah, but still, I mean, it was that was terrible last season, but you know, moving forward. It was growth. wild. Growth. It was wild, but you know, growth. In darkness yeah mm-hmm. gotta move on gotta talk it out he apologized she apologized so move on yeah. so i think we're doing um Gigi's making them go to the woods next week um yeah. should be interesting love Gigi this season love Gigi this season i've always liked her whenever i would see like sprinklings of like yeah. the show like either on the internet or like if a rerun was on like i was never like she's always right but i just like her <laughs> the way she is mm-hmm. I feel like you give me Gigi energy to an extent, except like less violent. Yeah, Gigi was so violent. Yeah, Gigi I was the knives. My, 
yeah, I don't have the that issue. But I definitely have like calmed even Zen wend myself. Zen end. Zen end. Zen end. Zen wu. <laughs> My name doesn't go as well, but it's okay. We're fine. Um, let's see. And then family car. I, there was nothing else for me for shots. Snooze rubes. I'm gonna work on it. Oh, the name. I mean, snooze rubes works because I fall asleep real easy. <laughs> Um, I fallen asleep at a club in Vegas sober. So Oh my gosh. So y'all just know there's a picture of it. <laughs> that can be for one of your favorite memes. Um, yes. It will go with everything. It's just me asleep at a bachelorette party at probably one in the morning. Sober as day. Um, just real tired because my thing is if I don't drink if you want me to be up past ten PM, I need two things. At least one or two things, but preferably both. A coffee at five and a nap at six. Yeah. Like, let me reach Wait, a coffee and then a nap? Yeah, I'll fall asleep. And I fell asleep. wake up with energy because of the coffee? Yeah. yeah. I wake up a little less grumpy than you usually do. You know, when you wake up for a nap and you get that yeah. groggy, like, grumpy, you're like, why am I awake for 15 minutes? Like, where am I? The coffee cuts that for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to do. And if I don't do that, this is what happens. Cause I went to like a bachelor party and I was like a calm group of girls. Like it was nothing chaotic. Um, and like we woke up, did stuff. I was like day drinking most of the time. And then it was just kind of like, I wasn't doing anything heavy. It was just that um, we just never stopped. So like we went from like seeing stuff, doing stuff. Um, I fell in the street, but that was just again, me um, right. falling off a curb because that's <laughs> my life. Um, I just remember being like, I'm good, I'm good. Like I popped up just as quickly as I fell down and everyone's like, did she fall? And I was like, no, 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 keep walking, keep walking. I didn't fall, I didn't fall. Um, And then later I was like, ooh, my knee hurts real bad. (laughs) And then we just like jumped from like doing all the sites because it was like most people who had never been to Vegas. Um, And then like getting dressed and going to a dinner reservation and then going to a limo and taking, you know, pictures by things and then going to the club and I was like, Grandma's tired. <laughs> Abuela Ruby is tired. We need to take a break. And I didn't want to be a party pooper and leave. Right. So I told these girls who I had just met, like most of them 24 hours prior, because this was like my childhood friend and mostly her college friends. And the bouncer was getting mad at me because um, I kept falling asleep in the booth and he kept doing like a wrap it up signal to me. Um, like, get up, you look messy. And I was like, sir, I'm just really sleepy. <laughs> So I started trying to do poses where I looked like I was awake in the booth, but closed my eyes. And so we did like cat and mouse game for like a solid hour. And I was wearing like a little romper. And so I just told these girls who I had just met, I was like, um, and it was just like a weird question, but like, I don't want to leave before the DJ comes out, like whoever it was that we were expecting to see. And I was like, so I'm going to go into this corner of the booth and I need all of you to dance around me so the bouncer doesn't um, ask me to leave anymore. <laughs> and they surely did. They didn't, they didn't question it. I'm sure they were concerned. They're wing women. And then, yeah. And then they took plenty of pictures of me for their Snapchat for their friends, which I would too. So fair enough. Fair enough. So snooze rubes it is. Yes. Then it and snooze rubes. <laughs> Long story short, we didn't need any of that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, So we're going to talk about, so for this, we're going to talk about the family karma from last week. I feel like I don't need to explain this because we're only going to do this one more time but I was going to be like this is what we'll do every week based on our recording schedule um, 
family karma last week we kind of like wrapped up the nicholas omret proposal and then they go over to like the omret had like planned something for them to meet at like a restaurant with all of omret's family um and we don't get too much except for apparently while they were proposing richa bali and michelle got fucked up <laughs> Basically. It was literally like 10 minutes of them being drunk, but that was the most relatable content I had seen on the series. Is <laughs> like when you are waiting for that Uber and you are so drunk that you don't even want to stand in one place and you're just like, where is it? Right. I just want to get to where I'm and going. And you're over it. That damn basket or wagon when he fell. Enough. Trying to put your girl in a wagon. That is not how you treat a lady. That is not how you make her feel desired. It's like get in this trash bucket that I think people use to like load things onto boats. Like right. when people have like luggage and stuff. Doesn't feel romantic. Doesn't Shit. feel like a if moment. I'm drunk, I'm taking it. I probably would just like sit on the curb though and like just have yeah. my hands on my face and be like, call me when <laughs> when the Uber is here. Or and they were somewhere done. That, like far with the stairs. Not too far, but too far like far enough with stairs so I could just sit. Oh god, yeah. Just have it, just take a rest. And then they were hollering when they got to the engagement dinner with the mm-hmm. family. That was like so nice and delicate. And then they were like, it wasn't even their engagement. And they ran in yelling, woo! Like cheering themselves for arriving to somebody else's engagement party. <laughs> and I said, this sure would happen. It was Vishal at the helm. Right. For mess. sure, always. And then I don't remember too much more. Oh, ah. Uh, we do the Monica is trying to bring her parents together. So mm-hmm. Monica's story this season is that like, now we understand why she's always trying to be a goody two shoes is because she felt excluded because she didn't have like a full nuclear family. Yeah. So she always wants to be like included in that. And so she makes her boyfriend come to dinner with her and both of the parents. And I feel like they must be lying. I'm sure they've all seen each other before the show began. I mean, it's just so... It was a little awkward, but... There's so much buildup for them to just sit there and act normal. Right. They were... It was... Yeah, it was a little awkward, but... I'm glad that they... If that was their first time meeting, because I really can't call it, but if that was their first time, I commend them on being mature. But it is very much Monica, like, and her boyfriend trying to move forward in their relationship, and it's like, are you guys going to be on board? Do I have to worry about you? Which I yeah, think that makes sense. Like, a little test, because... Yeah. If your parents are like notoriously volatile with one another, you don't want to deal with that every single. Because especially right. like Indian weddings, like you kind of heard Amrit talk about like all the events there are. So like for Indian weddings, they're usually like three days, and so you have. And then there's a series of events before that, like several different cultural events, like in addition to like whatever yeah. American bachelorette party, bridal shower things. So like she's probably just worried that every time they're doing one of those, if they don't know how to act right, like she's gonna mm-hmm. be embarrassed so it's fair it helped me like understand her more because i still can't with her but i get why she acts like that now and oh, so I, just like I provides like a little more context i like monica because you're too kind you like a lot of people that turn out to be shitty later <laughs> we'll see how she behaves speaking of monica mons number two oh mons is the villain today and their fight what did you think about all this? Like, what I was mean, your stance on? I think it's fair of her to want what she wants. But then, and she's like, but she's like kind of blaming him for her stepping outside of the box to 
find a guy that isn't exactly what she wants. So it's like, if that's not what you want, you can't base your relationship off of... I think she's basing her relationship off of potential with him. Uh, and she's not getting that potential. And so she's like, well, dang, what am I really doing? Because I, like, went outside the box for you. Mm-hmm. And you're not doing what I want you to do. But she can't blame that on him. She can only blame that on herself. And then it's like, well, either you're going to be patient with him and let him... And you, maybe him see your side of things or you leave. And yeah. Find I love that is what you want. Yeah. I love his family. Like, I yeah. love that um, they're outside of, like, their own box culturally and that, like, they were a love match. And mm-hmm. they both... Um, knew that they wanted to do careers that weren't the typical like success like not successful but like the typical expected careers mm-hmm. for their community and that like they were just ride or die for each other and so i think he definitely wants a ride or die and she clearly is not a ride or die no i don't think they're and it's okay to well. not be but you should not yeah be with this person then. and not at all i don't think they're going to last i think no, i think we witnessed the beginning yeah. of the end of that yeah for sure i think we'll find out on this episode on this next episode and she um what was the other thing like you could just tell like she was really uncomfortable discussing on camera Mm -hmm. like she was pretending to be like everything's fine and it's like you know she's that girl that like acts like everything's fine and then like behind closed doors it's just like yeah she's like dreaming him out you hugged me i messed up my makeup it's like no girl you were crying like you wanted to go fix your makeup because you were crying which i mean it's understandable like she doesn't want it to she doesn't want to feel like and if his parents feel bad because it's like i don't want to cause any drama yeah again an awkward part of the culture is like you're sitting with his family so like i think she just needs to find someone else that that is where she is and i don't think and i don't think he's where she is like not only financially but also emotionally i think that she's ready to like have something like a committed like you're for certain about me like let's get engaged let's get married the whole shebang and he's like i'm not ready for that yeah, like, they're both in different wrong spaces. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, her values are something that I don't align with as much. But also his attitude and, like, investment in it emotionally is not right. my support either. Because it's just, like, it's so easy to side with him because, like, his family is so sweet and everything. And, like, mm-hmm. they have, like, to me, probably the most relatable family in the bunch in terms of, like, yeah. just always doing silly shit and, like, having fun and, like, just really being themselves mm-hmm. um, and not, like, trying to purport, like, a certain status or behavior. And, um, but I agree that, like, he clearly also just, like, doesn't know, like, how to communicate or understand, like, the other person's feelings. But I also think that she's, like, fairly superficial. But guys like that always love a girl like that. So <laughs> none of that shocked me. I think that she's just Indian and her parents expect her to ma- marry rich because she they like have yeah. high expectations for her. Yeah. So they have high expectations for her husband. So therefore, she sets high expectations for her husband because she doesn't want to disappoint them. And it's like not only are you disappoint but all those me, expectations just feel like they're like that. yeah, it's on paper. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's nothing about they they wouldn't care if the person was a good person. They just care if they're employed in a certain way. Yeah, for sure. That's very cultural i think that's my only issue is just that the high expectations are all just like superficial oh definitely and her expectations she may try to have really tried to go outside the box with brian because it's like well a you're on a tv show oh also like so let's not neglect that so it's like oh well you do well because you're in a tv show but then it's like b okay well you're not even where i'm at and i'm trying to go outside of the box and not be worth who my parents stereotypically want me to be with 
But, I mean, she yeah. came at him for not being a, like 6'2 or something, which yeah. we all love a tall man, but if we're really like, that's the sacrifice you made. Yeah, I mean, and she's young too. Like, you get kind of also have to learn when you're not going to get every, or uh, the boxes you thought you want checked aren't really what you want. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We so, could do a whole episode of witnessing other people ooh, do that. Ooh, <laughs> a mess. Yeah, that's basically what else Yeah, happened? we didn't think Kanisha. Um, which I was surprised that I missed her, but yeah, I like her messiness, <laughs> but she'll come back next week. Cause she doesn't believe Dr. Bonds was on call. Right. And there was and like a bit of like, auntie stuff. Yeah. There was some auntie, had, an auntie fight. They had Dharma, who's Brian's mom invite over Lopa auntie, who is Rich's mom and Chitra, who's, um, Anisha's mom. Cause I guess like. Anisha's mom is the one who, like, at least last season set it off between Rachel and Rich's moms. Mm-hmm. And then Lopa literally is, like, just talking all the smack about um, Anisha's mom. And then the doorbell rings and she's like, well, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Lopa honestly did not like that. So apparently next season, or next week is the season finale. This week, tonight. Wow. Moments. Um, yeah. <laughs> timing. Uh so as we were saying, it was a short season, but again, I'd rather have a short season where literally episode was like bam, bam, mm-hmm. bam, than like an 18 or 20 episode season. I feel like Drag they're getting, out. I think they're going to get like a mini reunion too, because they're going to be on Watch What Happens Live. So that's always like that so. first step to making them legit. Cause that's yeah. how they do it. Like Summer House and mm-hmm. Southern Charm and stuff is they always did it on the yeah, they did that Watch What Happens Live first. Yeah. Which I can't wait for Summer House and Winter House. I guess it's going to be Winter House and then Summer House. I'm interested, so like, it's so messy. But it, it's going to be annoying if it's, like, all stunted and, like, obviously unreal. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Hopefully I'm good. not going to miss Hannah. Nope, I'm, I'm glad she's not there. She I like how, the she first was talking about how she stepped away from everything. And I was like, girl, you could not handle yeah. how much backlash you got for faking every single thing you did this week. Too much. I hope Hot Luke comes back. I think he's coming back for Summer House. So. Yeah, I, I think. Is he on Winter House? I think he's on Winter House too. If God is good, he is. Yeah. I don't need to see. I'm not interested in Austin and Craig too much. Yeah, I don't really care about Tweedledee and Tweedledum. If, if we'll Sierra really did Austin, I'm concerned. If who? If do you have you heard that rumor? Sierra and Austin. Oh no. Couple? I've heard about Paige and Craig. That's very on brand. Like they're both yeah. like that. I hope not. Well, they don't think do they're bougie, but they're kind of tacky. I'm like, don't do that. No, not awesome. I know. Are we hoping that Craig and Naomi find their way back to each other? Mm-hmm. I think she can still do better, but we love a rekindle. Love a rekindle, but I'm like, mm, been there, done that. Yeah. Poor Naomi. I would love her back on the show, though. Yeah. She was so good. She was like that character we didn't know we needed. Right, but I don't know if she'd come back if Cameron's not there and either, like, none of her friends are there, so she's just... Fair. Fair. Yeah, I don't think she'd really care to hang out with um, Madison. Yeah, no. Madison, who is still my saint because she's the reason we have Benefer 2.0. Oh my gosh, I mean, I guess. (laughs) In some creepy way. Some saints do their deeds as sinners. (laughs) I'm sure Candace Dillard said that once. <laughs> Probably. Sounds like it. Sounds like a Candace Dillard. Loves poem. a saint. 
Sounds like a Candace Diller quote. Um, you know, even when she's bad, she does good. Because well, I was she makes good TV. Rod. She makes great TV. She surely like she makes great TV. Even when she's the worst human on yeah. earth, I take it all in. It's like a Kelly Dodd thing, mm-hmm. where I just like lap it up. Give me more. Right. Give me, give me more. No copyright infringements. And then we wanted to touch on Blowjack a little bit because it was chaotic. Oh, yeah. I forgot. There was... Yeah. It was like everything and nothing happened because it was all almost like just one night. Like they wrapped up the charter with the singer's son or I don't know if he's a singer too. Anyway, like a drunk weirdo um, left and played (laughs) and his kids played hide and seek with Captain Sandy. (laughs) She was getting her life. So cute. He was loving that Nick Jr. energy. And then the crew does their dinner. And Matt just, like, Matt is not okay. No, he's not okay. I feel like Lexi has a, I mean, Matt could have a reason. Don't get me wrong. But Lexi has a reason for being, like, drunk and kind of fucked up. But Matt, he's just. Matt, I think, think watch Succession. So what? Did you watch Succession? I'm planning on watching it. You've told me to watch it. John's oh, told me to watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, that's so much. It's coming back this fall. I've already binge. Yeah. I um, need to binge. He thinks he is the main. Like I think he thinks he's the main character in that. Um, which like once you watch it, I'll explain to you who he thinks he is. Um, in more detail and why. But like he thinks that he's like this weird, quirky nerd who it would be enthralling to the women to hear that he was at a sex party. If a man told me that he was at a sex party as like a line, I'd just be like, alrighty, then I, my name is Ginger. Um, my number is five, 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 five. Right. Um, look me up. Uh, handle is at Spice Girls. Like, what you, why would you think that that's something the group wants to know? And I wonder how much he was doing before they got mad because it looked like for at least the show, he spoke for five seconds and they were like, shut the F, Matt. <laughs> like, right. they, they were his, not having like, it. Um, and he, they, the rosé got him is what I heard. Yeah. Apparently when he, he, like, you know how everyone has their bad alcohol? Oh, rosé. Um, apparently rosé is his per Courtney on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, gosh. Like mine's they were all body. drunk though. They were all drunk, drunk as skunks. Every single one of them. They really were. Like they're going hard for all of this. Hard like hard. they. I mean, it's a pandemic. I guess like if I was in a pandemic. I mean, we were in a pandemic. Are in a pandemic. TBD pandemic. Um. And you just like had this moment to escape, and you were mildly attractive. And on TV, being paid, I guess I would also go in too. It's just been so long since I have been like that drunk. Oh yeah, that was. I've, I've tried, but I just my body hits a limit now at the yeah. stage where like I just you know it's like you know like you're having your wine like I can have a couple of glasses of wine get real t- like I'll do the happy hour at work and I haven't had dinner and I'll get good and tipsy mm-hmm. and then I'll make myself a sandwich and go to bed and I wake up and I still go to work the next like it's never like that deep yeah. where it's like whoa guys what a night like 
sometimes I wish I could, but I just can't make it. As we said, I have to go to bed. Yeah, or my body just is like, no more, no more. Yeah, we no just more. know better by now. Yeah. Alternate with water. <laughs> Take an Excedrin. They were all fucked up. That's they were, the, yeah. That's the gist it was of the giving me that good old college energy. Yeah, they were all fucked up. Lexi is Satan, she said, but she's a Capricorn. And I'm like, no. She kept using Capricorn wrong for that whole thing. Yeah. She just kept saying, like, I'm a Capricorn, you're a Capricorn. And then just being like, we feel things. I'm like, no, Capricorns don't feel things. Yeah. Like, you're getting everything. You know, I hate when there's an inaccurate zodiac read. We're the opposite and so, of feelings. Yeah, Capricorns don't have feelings. Capricorns aren't Satan. She said something else relevant about Capricorns. I was like, don't disparage the Capricorns. Yeah, I'm like, you're Satan. You're. <laughs> the fact that she kept saying that, I just. I And I know what you said, like, okay, her dad died. She's clearly just gone through something traumatizing. And then she's in a pandemic. She chose to be on the TV show. But she also, I think, would have acted that way without all of that. Yeah, she, I think she was much. just drunk. Yeah. Definitely. Like, if you know that you have that way of being, because, like, she was already mildly disrespectful in the workplace, mm-hmm. sober. And so my worry is, like, that she's going to keep being on the show. Like, that Katie is, like, I don't really like Katie as a chief stew, to be quite yeah, honest. Yeah, either. I don't think she's a bad person, but I don't think she has a backbone. And yeah. I don't think she has a point of view. I don't view. think she has management skills. Yeah, like, that's the thing. is like, sober Lexi isn't wrong about a few things about Katie, but drunk Lexi is just make, not making a good case for herself. Right. Because if I was Katie, I wouldn't have even interfered. Like, I just told everybody, like, leave her, like, hide. Like, it's a hurricane. Like, stay safe. Don't let, right. don't let her get you. Um, and I would have, like, given her one chance. I've been like, what are you doing? And if she just kept yelling or kept cursing, blah, blah, I'd be like, cool. And then just the next day, pull up Captain Lee, like, talk to the captain and be like, we need a plane ticket. This is yeah. ridiculous. Because it was just out of sorts. There was just too much. She was just, like, yeah. on people's bodies, like, just cursing up a storm at that. Like, when people weren't giving her that energy back. You know what I mean? Right. Like, people were standing there and she'd be like, fuck off. You're this. You're that. And then she came for my baby Z at the end. And I don't like that. Don't put hands on my child. Yeah. Oh, Z. He's like, he's sweet such sweet. a little little baby. He's probably like he's 24. Um, like so pure and kind and then she put hands on him at the end of the episode and I can't stand for that. Yeah. Not in this household. Sorry, Lexi. I think I said she was gonna be the first to go. But now I don't know who left Matt left first. No, I if Matt comes back, I will have a, a breakdown as bad yeah. as it, because I can't watch him on the screen. I'm over it. I'm he over it. is a creep. That man can't go into someone's home. Like women of the world if you meet him do not let him into your home because he will find you he will leave like a tracker in the apartment on your cell phone oh my god he will make a copy of the key while you're making breakfast like he will get your ass <laughs> he just has that energy like when he's just like shrugging his shoulders and so excited like and it's just too many highs and lows yeah he's he's an interesting person that i don't really care for yeah it's just, i wouldn't like the attitude like don't give me a lip. I'm trying to help. So yeah, no, he would. Yeah, like a and I can I can never respect somebody who complains about doing their job that they signed up for. Exactly. Like, that's you when you are the ch- you are the chef. Therefore, you cook meals. All we have to meals. clean, and it's not like they were like taking a break and not doing anything. Like 
All he had to do was make one meal and then he could do whatever he wanted. They had to clean up everything. So it's like... I mean, they, he showed his colleagues right away. Yeah. As Maya Angelou once said, believe someone the first time they show you who they are. Right. Definitely. That applies to below deck med. That's why yeah, Maya Angelou sure. said that decades ago was for this yeah. moment. Where we saw forever relevant. Where we saw Matt leave one day into work because of his quote knee. Right. Um, from walking up some steps. I mean, I'm not saying I could walk up and down all the steps. I'm absolutely not saying that because I am lazy and a sedentary person. But, but anxiety. That's so also not anxiety. my job. Yeah, and he had anxiety, and that part I kind of respected. Like, hey, I'm having a panic attack. Like, I need to go calm down, or I need right. to, do, you know, get medicine or. Mm-hmm. take a break you know i respect that but also just like lying and then coming back and complaining once you are doing your job right and he was like touting all these big names he worked for before but i think he was working for them in a team of like several people cooking. probably so yeah they can't handle it i would love for the messiness of it if they brought adam back since he and malia had a thing in whatever oh. season that would be great. I would love that because that would be um, great. I don't know if you know this, Malia's a cancer, so you know that she's got a grudge forever against mm-hmm. anyone. She has a burn list too. She's just not saying that. Yeah. She has a burn list upstairs um, in which she both doesn't let go of the person but also wishes them nothing but the worst. And so I would love if they brought back Adam. One, because I just think Adam's hot, and two, because I just love drama. Yeah, I would love that actually. But mm-hmm. let's see if Bravo's as smart as I am. Right. Probably not. We'll see. Probably not. But, but, yep. That's pretty much it. We had a pretty good series. There was, and then New York was just, I know we're not going into it, but New York was a little chaotic as per usual. They're just aging. I think that's a problem. It's like, it's not to like be an ageist and say like people of a certain age can't be on the show, but I think it's different like women in their 50s versus women in their 60s. Like we can't keep doing like, the you know, 30 is the new 20, 40 is yeah. the new 30, 50 is the new 40, 60 is the new 50, like 70 being the new 60 is still 60. Like yeah. <laughs> once we're reaching these ages, it just like, yeah, you can't be acting out of sorts. Um, it feels like, you know, Ramona and Leah are mother and child on the show. Um, just weird i thought it was very creepy that they invited all these random dudes that some of them may or may not have fucked in the past yeah it was that it was kind of it was an awkward party it wasn't it didn't seem very <laughs> like fun. only luann would make something so messy yeah it was so it was messy and awkward and I, I think was, that you know they can do what they want but like it was just a bad episode it wasn't that great of an episode yeah and i think that it's like that past does need another shift because mm-hmm. As much as people say, like, I love, you know, Luann, Ramona, and Sonia because they've been together so long, like, the problem is is that we're watching recycled dynamics now. Yeah. Because how many times have Ramona and Sonia been against Luann, or then Luann and Ramona are trying to, quote, help Sonia, but really just making her look bad, or Mm -hmm. everybody hates Ramona because Ramona's being tacky. Like, we can only do it so much. Right. Bring Deronda back. And I think... Bring Deronda back. I would say drop... I know this is controversial. Drop Ramon and Luann because they're not doing anything new. And it's just, like, not fun anymore. I think they At could least be Sonya's fun. welcome. I mean, I think they could be fun in a non-COVID situation with, like, a better... With, you know, I would keep them. I would keep everyone on the cast. I would just include Dorinda. 
and no, <laughs> no India. And that could be it. Else. I don't know what it is because it's not Leah, but we need something else. Yeah, we do. Every time Leah comes on screen, wouldn't she like not in a broad like everyone's in front of her outfits, but like really, I look at it and I'm trying to understand what print is on her clothes. I have no idea, and I just don't know. Like, is it camouflage? Is it like watercolors? Like, it's just these blobs of different shades, she's and I'm just, just like, who's letting this happen? She's just not a good dresser. May the Lord save her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, that is our show. So we'll record Monday. Yeah. Instead of Wednesday. Great. Yeah, I think so. Not, okay, I'm not trying to be the worst, but just this Monday, I can't, or like next week, I can't actually say because my family is coming in town for 10 days. Oh, well, we can just like, we can do as, as, you know, we can always change it up. Yeah, because there's going to be nine Puerto Ricans with me through from like oh, yeah. you'll be too busy yeah. for anything yeah i can't explain to them what a podcast is i wouldn't even try to explain I'm like y'all I, I gotta talk and be like everybody stop <laughs> guys i'm doing something really serious here that i'm not being paid for <laughs> Leave me be. oh god just like dropped out gorgeous did you watch Dr. Gorgeous? Yes, I loved it. The lawyer show, loved it. No. <laughs> I forgot about that. The movie with like Kristen Dunst and Denise Richards. It's like a minute. Maybe. I have homework for you. Okay. Anyways, the mo- it's like a fake documentary. And um, Kristen Dunst is like 17 years old. And she tells her mom, she's like, these camera guys came from Los Angeles and they said they want to put me in their movie. And the mom's like, well, if they ask you to take your top off, get the money first. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I thought of that for, I'm not making any money off this. Oh my gosh. Um, HBO Max India, go watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yes, okay, I'll watch it, that. It's weekend. a film that couldn't be made today. And it's yes. the most movie of my I'll life. watch that this weekend and have notes on Monday. Perfect. All right. Well, toodles, poodle. All right, well, let's like do an outro because I'll just delete all of this and then just include the outro at the end. Okay, what should it be? Oh. All right, guys, well, thanks for listening. Check this out. Third episode. We'll do better next time. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, Well, yeah, we'll figure it out, but I think that was good.